Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger's Syndrome, also called Autism Spectrum Disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome once again to Aspieland. My name is John Allen, and I'm your host. If you're new to this podcast, well, you're especially welcome here. Please know as well that you're in a place of acceptance and understanding, both for you who have Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder and for those of you who do not. These podcasts are not just for Aspies and those of us on the spectrum, but for those of you who are neurotypical as well. I want to help those of you who have Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder to understand and navigate in the neurotypical world that we all live in. For those of you who are neurotypical, I haven't left you out, oh no, because I want to help you understand all about what life is like with Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder. Now, why do I do all of this? Well, I do it so that we can all discover and appreciate the way we both see the world. And by doing that, we learn to coexist with one another, making new friends with one another, and forming great relationships all by looking at life through each other's eyes. We're now in the second part of a two-parter called Getting Things Done. And if you haven't heard the first part of getting things done, I would suggest that you go back and listen. This way you'll have a greater understanding as you go into this episode. And if you have heard the first part of the two-parter, then you're all set. So let's get going. We were talking last visit about how we get things done and how that affects us as people on the spectrum. Now today, I'd like to finish up this two-parter by explaining what the parts of executive function are, and I'll give you some tips on how to improve your executive function so that you can make your life better, and in turn, make your life more joyful. Our first order of business, however, is to give you a really quick recap of what we've already covered. And before we get into that, we've got a couple of quick things to cover. Firstly, thanks to everyone who is listening. I appreciate every single listener to this podcast. And I say that every week, but I really do mean that. We've got lots of new listeners, so here's some shout outs to Nashua, New Hampshire, Gulf Shores, Alabama, Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, Hellebeck, Denmark, Erie, Colorado, Miami, Florida, and Spokane, Washington, as well as a whole host of others who've just started listening in the last few weeks. Secondly, if it's at all possible, please go to the Aspieland.org website and subscribe to the podcast. It only takes a minute, and it helps you connect with us. Also, please rate and review this podcast with your podcast provider. Now, that really helps other people while they're cruising the web find our podcast. So, having said all of that, now let's get on with Getting Stuff Done Part 2. We spoke last visit about the different functions that our brain has to deal with. We talked about functions that are automatic, functions that deal with muscle movement, as well as the things that involve our personality. 
we finally talked about what executive function is and a little about how it works. Now let's get into the specific areas of executive function and some ways that we can help ourselves and each other deal with any issues or difficulties that may be causing us to struggle with living everyday life. These areas of executive function are not all the areas that there are, and I'm not giving these to you in any specific order of importance. The first of them is paying attention. Now, the best way to tell you about this is to give you an example. So here we go. Let's say you're at a lecture and you're trying to write down notes during the lecture for future reference. Paying attention to the lecturer or to the notes that you're writing down is part of executive function. It can also be called concentration. In either case, it's still an executive function. Another area is problem solving. That's the idea of identifying a problem then coming up with a strategy to solve the problem. For example, now I'm a broadcast engineer. If I have a microphone that isn't working correctly, I need to come up with ways to solve the problem with the microphone. Now the process of coming up with that strategy is executive function. Next is what we call working memory. Individuals on the spectrum notoriously have specific working memory deficits and strengths. For example, there are many of us who can seemingly remember every single character in every Star Wars film and the actors who played them, their ranks, their serial numbers, and the names of all the ships in both fleets in every single Star Wars film. But on the other hand, they have trouble remembering to eat regularly or which day of the work week that it is or what the order of steps are when you're brushing your teeth. Working memory is the ability to remember specific short pieces of information. Now that's not to be confused with long-term memories like, I remember my fifth birthday when I got a tricycle. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about small pieces of information that your brain works with that are needed to execute a function or to do a daily task. That working memory is part of executive function. That brings us to organizing and prioritizing. Now let's say you have a shelf in your room that you want to reorganize. Okay, so you take everything off the shelves, you lay it all out, and then you start to think, how do I want to put that back on the shelf? Do I want to put like red things on the top and green things on the next one? Or would I like to put the smaller ones at the top and the larger ones on the bottom? That's an example of organizing, and that's part of executive function. Now, prioritization is like this. Let's say you have a model airplane and you're gonna build it, and you gather all the parts together and the glue, obviously, and then you're going to figure out which is the most important piece that gets put on first. Then the next most important piece that gets put on second. That's prioritization. That's making things into a priority list. Number one, number two, number three, and some people can work backwards. The least important to the most important. That doesn't matter. It's still prioritization and it's still part of executive function. The next executive function is understanding details. Now this one requires another example. Let's say that you've been given a job of planning your company's annual conference at work. Now, I'll tell you from experience, setting up a conference has a lot of little things that you have to work with. 
like setting up the caterers and sending out invitations, booking the guest speakers and getting all the AV equipment arranged and tables and chairs and all that stuff. Those are all details of the conference. So being able to get those details, keep them in mind and take care of them is one of the strengths, by the way, those of us on the spectrum are noted for, for being able to pay attention to the details. This is executive function, working with or finding the details of a situation and applying them to whatever it is we're doing at the time. All right, we've got a few more. Here's another one, self-control or inhibition. Say you've determined at the beginning of the year that you are going to lose weight. I've done that, and chances are most of you have at one time or another. Let's say later in the year, you're going to a restaurant and someone brings a dessert tray around with a really fabulous looking piece of chocolate cake. And you see that cake and you think to yourself, you know, that cake's probably got a lot of calories. I don't, I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna gain weight. I just don't think I should eat that. Boy, it sure looks nice. No, I, I really can't eat that. That's self-control and self-control and that little decision-making process you're trying to make is part of executive function. Another way to explain that is self-restraint or controlling how you act. For those of us who have Asperger's syndrome and autism spectrum disorder, this can happen quickly when it comes to a meltdown because we've all had our meltdowns and I discussed meltdowns in an earlier episode. But one of the things I recommended to prevent a meltdown when you start feeling that tension and all that building up for a meltdown is to get up and walk away. Go away from the areas that are causing your problem. That process of getting away from the problem is self-restraint. You're controlling yourself so that you don't have the meltdown. And that is executive function. Still another is flexibility, and it's technically called cognitive flexibility. And in simple terms, it's the ability to roll with the punches, as it were. It's the ability to change from one task to another smoothly. Those of us on the spectrum need structure and predictability, and change can be very challenging, especially when it concerns our routines. Without flexibility to be able to adapt to a change that is coming, we start forming rigid routines. And that could lead us to have tendencies to attach rigid opinions, to help us stay within our routines and to resist change. But to adapt to change is flexibility. And that's part of executive function. The next one is creative thought. That's the idea of seeing things differently from another angle. This can be applied to all sorts of things and not necessarily to an object. For example, let's say you wanted to go to the park and just spend a little time outside. Okay, you sit at a bench and let's say there's someone sitting on the same bench doing the same thing, coming outside just to get some air. They usually see the land and the animals and feel the air and the sun and that sort of thing. However, for those of us on the spectrum, we're noted for having the ability to see beyond the obvious, like noticing the leaves on the trees or the way the tree is shaped, just like the land is shaped. 
and to see the curves and straight parts of the land and the colors of the grass and the trees and the leaves and the birds and the butterflies. And those are all wonderful things that we take in. We tend to notice those things. So many of the things that most people don't notice or realize are there. But that's part of creative thought. That's the part of seeing things differently than others see them. This is all part of executive function. Now, the last one I want to mention is self-monitoring or keeping track of what you're doing. And that can fall into several different categories. One of them is keeping track of what you're supposed to do every day. For example, every day you need to get up, take a shower, get dressed in fresh clothes, and get to work, whether you're driving or taking public transportation, however you do that. Each day, you try to remember and repeat those things to get ready in the morning. That's self-monitoring. Another is the ability to monitor or track your progress. Say your boss gives you a report that's due next week. Well, you know you have to accomplish it in a week, so you have to keep track of the task, keep monitoring your progress in order to make sure that you finish it and get it done. That's executive function. Executive function all happens in your frontal lobe, which is behind your forehead in your brain. Now, you may have recognized some of those as being ones you have trouble with, and that's okay because we all have a little trouble whether we're neurotypical or not. But those of us on the spectrum have this wide gap between ability and inability, and we're going to work on that. But keep in mind, being honest with yourself is the key to finding out which one of these are really a problem and which ones aren't. It's easy to make the assumption that the things we struggle with are failures, but they're not failures. They're simply areas that need some assistance in accomplishing. Most of us who have Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder struggle with just the day-to-day -day life tasks. Navigating things such as taking a shower every day, brushing your teeth, or like me, wearing a different set of clothes each day. Now that sounds silly, but it's true. It involves several executive functions to do these everyday kinds of things. For example, one function would be the maintenance of self, and another might be monitoring your regular efforts to accomplish that maintenance of self. Now, there are those of us on the spectrum who are wonderfully creative, but may have a lot of trouble remembering the details of a task, or even how to start a task when it may seem too difficult. All parts of all these difficulties are contained within the context of executive function. And there are simple, easy ways for you to approach any difficulties that you may be having. Here's some tips that might help you out. One way to resolve the issue of everyday tasks, like personal hygiene, is to use your smartphone. Set a reminder on your smartphone, one that will audibly and visually remind you that you need to take a bath or a shower or brush your teeth. You can use the same technology that is normally used to remind people of meetings and appointments to help you remember ongoing tasks or to keep you from being distracted when you're working on a task. There are other ways to help you improve those executive functions that you identify with. 
One of those can include using an assignment notebook to help keep organized. Or if you have trouble with prioritizing, try using a checklist. Now you can create one of those on your computer using your word processor. Make a real simple design, doesn't have to be complicated, and use easy to recognize terms and items and print it out and voila! You have a real simple, easy to use checklist to help put things in order of importance. Another simple but effective idea is the use of calendars. Now, that's what we do in my house. We use these calendars with the big boxes for each day. This way, we can keep track of important things like dentist appointments and doctor appointments, but you can also use them to keep track of work progress. Maybe you're doing a project at work or at home, and you can use those calendar blocks to help remind you of your progress. If paying attention or concentration are issues for you, try making adjustments to your physical space. That'll help you make things a little easier. Let me give you an example. If you're in a school or a college setting, try sitting in a different place where the things that distract you are minimized. Sitting closer to the professor or the teacher is one of those ways that you can help with those executive functions. The same is true when you're at work. By making a few adjustments, you can create a better environment for concentrating and focusing. Simply try to find spaces where the distractions are farther away from you. Now, if you have an office, like I do, this becomes much easier to control your environment. For example, in my office, I close the door to reduce the noise from the hallway. And I shut off my fluorescent lights because I have light sensitivities and that distracts me. There are those of us on the spectrum who may have trouble with being overwhelmed doing large tasks or large projects. And one way to help with that is to break the task or project down into smaller pieces that are easier to manage. This way, you don't get overwhelmed quite so often because you can do each smaller section of the project one piece at a time rather than trying to face it all at once. Here's a way to do that. If a project or task is due in, say, a month, well, rather than looking at the entire project and getting freaked out, break it down into smaller parts that are due in, say, a few days each. This way, you work on each segment of the project, get them due in that few days, and before you know it, you're making progress without being overwhelmed with the size of the project. These are some nice ways and easy ways that you can help yourself to work out some of your executive functions that might be causing you a little trouble. And if you're a neurotypical and you see that someone's struggling with things like this, these are simple ways that you can help them as well. Well, whew, we've gone over an awful lot of stuff and we've run out of time again. I sure hope that these things that I've gone over have helped you out with some of the issues that you might be having. Now, if you want to contact me, you've got a question or a comment about the podcast, here's my email address to get a hold of me. John at aspieland.org. Or you can use the one that's tried and true, aspieland.org at gmail.com. I'll give you that one again, aspieland.org at gmail.com. 
Either of those will get you there, and I'd love to hear from you. Good, bad, indifferent, and if you have a struggle, I'll help you out as best I can. Please, if you've got a chance, go to the aspieland.org website and check out the subscription page. And if you haven't subscribed, please do. It only takes a minute and it really helps you connect. Another thing I'd like to ask is that you consider donating to the work here on the podcast. Now, it doesn't cost a mint to make this podcast run, but it does cost a little money. And any amount that you can give, no matter how big or how small, it doesn't matter because it's all really useful and it goes directly into the work of the podcast. It doesn't go anywhere else and it really helps keep things going. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you got something out of it and I hope that you'll work on those executive functions. Stay safe and we'll meet up again next time in Aspie land. Thanks for listening to the Aspie Land Podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not, because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again. <laughs>